Hello, and welcome back to Love Yourself First. This is episode number 12, and I'm Gina Feta, the host of this podcast. Today's podcast, we have a special guest. This episode is entitled, What to Eat When You're Going Out to Eat. And I'm very grateful to have such a fantastic human being by the name of Charles Carmichael on the podcast today. He is um, a sanitation engineer, and he has been asking me for months about how to make better choices when he goes out to eat with his buddies at work or just going out in general of how to make better choices. So I figured what better way to be able to give him some help than to put him on the podcast as a guest. So here he is, Charles Carmichael. Welcome, Charles. Hi, Gina. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, asking some questions because if you have questions, I'm sure other people will have questions too. So um, why don't you tell everybody that's listening a little bit about how your day operates and when you go out to eat and some of the struggles that you have um, with going out to eat and some of the things you're you're needing some help with. Well... Usually during the week when we're at work, the guys like to go out to lunch as a group. And when we go out together, of course, there's always a lot of pressure because some people don't want to eat this food, some people don't want to eat that food, and eventually the group settles on something and there's a lot of pressure just to kind of go along. Hmm. Okay, so basically what you're saying is you feel pressured into making a choice that you don't know um you don't know what to what to eat when you go out to eat or do you feel like you'd rather eat somewhere else what is the what is the actual question well i'm not sure that there was a question there because you just asked me to s- describe my day but at any rate yeah so sometimes maybe I would have chosen a different place, maybe a little bit healthier, but because the group has so much difficulty in making a choice, sometimes we just have to settle and maybe not go with what your choice might have been, but just go along with the group just for the sake of getting everybody out together. Okay, so you're going along with the group and sometimes you're forced to eat at a place that might be a little bit challenging to make a healthier choice. Is that what you're saying? Indubitably. Indubitably. What exactly does that word mean, indubitably? Indeed. Indeed. Wow, we're learning so much on this podcast today. New words, new vocabulary. Our viewers are very lucky to, uh, or listeners really, because it's a podcast, so they can't see what's happening. Um, Well, I would say that In the circumstances where you have to make these choices to go out to eat in places that might not be the best situation for you to make a healthy choice, you might want to think about um, always looking for something that is grilled. So when you're looking for meat, something that's grilled. um, And then with your side dishes, you want to do the best that you can to make your side dishes vegetables, um, 
anything that's green is always a good choice. Um, I would say that in the situations where you're going out to eat, a lot of times that the restaurants will add in extra oils or extra salt and those things you really have no control over because you're in a restaurant and you're not making it at home yourself. But what I would say to you is that your, your portions are also important in a restaurant like that. Um, especially if people are ordering appetizers and you do want to participate in having appetizers. Is that something that you struggle with with um, when you're going out, that people are ordering appetizers? Sometimes we order appetizers and they are delicious, so certainly you do want to eat some of them. Okay, well, that's that's good. That's a good thing to bring up because sometimes people think that they can't have you know, an appetizer or they think that if everybody's having something, they feel like they can't participate. Well, I would say that if, if you wanted to have the appetizer, take a handful of whatever it was and then put it on a small plate. So make sure that you have a plate in front of you that you're not just, if you're having like the bloom and onion from Outback, for example, that if you really wanted to have a portion of it, you just take a portion with your hand and then you put it on your plate, and that's it. You don't, you don't have any more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the guys wouldn't appreciate me taking a portion with my hand, but I think I get the point. Well, if you're eating a blooming onion, what do you, how, what do you eat that with? Well, I think I would take a piece off with a fork, probably. Oh, okay. Well, if you're going to take a piece off with a fork, then take the fork and put it with the onion and then put it on your plate and just fill the plate up and then that's it. So fill the plate up first instead of continuing to go back to the appetizer. So whatever it is, the point is, is that if you're going to have the appetizer and for everybody that's listening, if you're going to have appetizers, just go with only the plate that is given to you as an appetizer plate. So they probably, when you go out to eat, are going to give you a plate that's four appetizers and just fill that plate up and that's it. And then just be done with the appetizer. That sounds like a great suggestion. I'll try that. Um, and then as far as your meals are concerned, like what are some things that you typically have when you go out to eat? Like give me a couple of examples. Well, one example might be a burger. Another example might be some type of chicken or sometimes we'll go for um, Thai food, so pad Thai, Chinese food, but we haven't gotten Chinese food too often. But and every now and again, the guys will just get lazy and get a couple of pizzas and bring them in, and everybody will sh- split up a pizza. Okay, well, in those situations, you just have to really be mindful of your portion sizes. So if you're going to have a burger, or if you're going to have pizza, or you're going to have your pad Thai, all of that stuff is higher in calories than foods that are grilled or vegetables and things like that, which you probably already know. But the main thing that you want to watch out for is the portion size. So if you're going to have a burger and fries, then you'd want to look at the plate and basically cut your portions in half of whatever is on the plate. So if you're going to have a burger and fries, I would say unless it's a very small burger, like if it's like one of those sliders size, that's a different situation. Like the slider size burgers are okay. Um, Like one, it's a serving. But if you were going to have a burger and the French fries at a restaurant, because it's not like, you know, you're buying 90, 10 
chopped meat from Whole Foods, which is um, a much better cut than the regular full fat if you're going to have the whole burger and french fries. What's a 90-10 chopped meat? Oh, okay. That's a good question. So the beef that you can get at the grocery store is usually not an option at um, a restaurant unless you're going to a place like Bear Burger or something where they give you a, like a lean meat option. So 90% um, is going to be the lean portion, 10% fat. So normally in a regular burger that you get at a restaurant, the fat gram percentage um, is going to be about 25 grams. But if you get like the 90-10, you're going to have anywhere between 7 to 10 grams per serving. So that's a big difference. So the reason why I say to eat half of it at the restaurant is because then you'll cut the calories down just by doing that yourself. So if you wanted to eat a burger at home, a better choice is going to be to do the 90-10 with the bun and the fries if that's what you were going to do. A lot of times I see people not eat the bun or not get cheese on the burger. Are those options really worth doing? Well, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I think that uh, the issue becomes the amount of food that gets processed into your body at that time and the uh, tsunami effect of the burger, the bun, the cheese, and the fries is so much at once that um, sometimes, Charles, when you have so many um, foods that are palatable, it becomes a reason to keep eating. So if you have foods that taste really, really good, they make you want to eat more of them, right? Sure. So you're saying make the food taste less good? (laughs) Well, I'm not saying make it taste less good, but try to not give your brain the opportunity to drive you into eating more of it. So it's difficult to have willpower over foods that taste really, really good because you want to just keep eating them, right? Sure. Like ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. Ice cream is a good example of um, being really careful with your portion sizes. Like I'd recommend if you're going to have ice cream, you get the smaller portion if you're going out to get the ice cream. And if you're going to have the ice cream at home, You either get one of those ice cream bars or you put them in, um, there's something called a ramekin, which is like a small bowl, and um, they usually are white, and you just get them in the, you can get them at um, Williams-Sonoma or Sur La Table or maybe even Macy's, Um, but you basically would have the ramekins to help you with the portion, because if you get a regular-sized bowl that's actually... Um, defeating the purpose because the bowl is so big that if you took a half a scoop of ice cream, which is a normal serving actually for ice cream, you'd put it in the bowl and you'd be dissatisfied. But the portions is really what we need to focus on if we're going out to restaurants. So is it a choice to put cheese on the burger and then not have the bun? Yeah, but you're still you're still going with something that... Uh, has a high fat content, and then if you're going to have the fries as well, it's it's kind of just defeating the purpose. So I would suggest more of if you want to have the burger and the fries, you just cut everything in half. That sounds like a great plan. Um, and then something else that you could do is after you're done having the half portion of the plate, what you could do is take a napkin 
and put it over your plate so that you kind of made a decision that you're done. Or you could even cross your fork and knife over. So it's kind of like sending a signal to your brain because psychologically, you know, you want to be able to remember like, okay, I've decided that I'm done with my food. Okay. Um, do you have any other questions about when you're going out to eat, how to, how to manage it? Hmm, let me think about that for a second. Um, what do you recommend in terms of drinks with a lunch? I mean, obviously water is the best choice, but there's anything else that you could recommend that would be a little more fun? Sure. I would say unsweetened iced tea is a really good choice because you're not, when you're having tea or coffee, by the way, but we're talking about black coffee, not coffee with a bunch of creams and, you know, concoctions in it. Black coffee, tea, that's unsweetened. Those are options to have. Um, and you just want to make sure that if you're going to order the tea, it's you tell them that you want unsweetened iced tea. That sounds great. Something else that you could order if you wanted to would be uh, seltzer. That's another option if you wanted to do that too. What about sweeteners? What sweeteners should I avoid? And what sweeteners do you think are okay to use? Well, that's a good question also. But the sweetener situation is has to do once again with the palatability uh, factor. So anything that's more palatable is going to make you want to have more of it. So for example, when you eat cookies, you want to eat more cookies because the cookies are highly palatable. They taste really good. So they make you want to eat more and more and more. So if you put sugar or any kind of additive into a drink, then that's going to push your brain to say, I want more of this, I want more of that. Um, Something like stevia or monk fruit, um, those are things that are naturally occurring that won't really spike your blood sugar as much. So it'll keep you more stable. So it won't give you like that crash. Um, But not everybody likes the taste of those. So it's something that you kind of have to acquire. But I would say that if you wanted to have any kind of sweetener in a drink, um, the two things that come to mind are stevia and monk fruit. What about at your typical restaurant where your choices are the blue packet, the pink packet, or the yellow packet? I would say neither. Don't Just don't do it. Like if you're going to use sugar or you want something sweet, I actually would say like go for the actual food because – like if you want to put something in your drink because you want it to taste sweeter, then you don't actually like that drink. Well, yeah, that was the whole reason for asking about the sweetener, I guess. Yeah, because if you like unsweetened iced tea, then you like you like iced tea. But if you like sweetened tea, you just like sugar. You don't really like tea. Well, I think you've nailed me. Um, And something else to be said is that I think that it's okay to have some kind of dessert or sweet kind of treat in moderation. You know, if you have a couple of cookies, that's okay. But you have to be careful because, I mean, I could be guilty of this too. And the, the fact is that they taste really good. So sometimes if you have no willpower at the end of the day and you feel like you can't really 
handle making the choices and you kind of lost your ability to make good choices at that particular moment and you're just get you're caught in a state of mind that's just not giving you the ability at that time to make a good choice you have to be careful with what kind of dessert you're choosing cuz you want to have just a small portion of it so if you feel like i don't know if i could really make the choice right now maybe you decide you're going to have a couple of bites of the dessert but then you move it away from you and you don't touch it anymore but if you feel like you know this has been a really stressful day you know you might end up having like six portions of the dessert when you didn't even really mean to well luckily we stuff ourselves so good at lunch we never really have room for dessert so i guess that's a good thing oh well speaking of feeling stuffed another thing that you could do is drink a lot of water because that fills your stomach up so it helps you a little bit with the fullness factor Mm, great suggestion do you have any other questions Mm, i think you've answered all my concerns wow well um do you have any favorite favorite moments of the of the interview that that you feel like really stuck out that's going to be really useful for you? Well, yes, I do. In fact, I think that uh, what I'm going to take away from this is really to try and control my portion size and fill up a smaller plate rather than a bigger plate, and maybe that can help me make some progress. That's great. Well, thanks so much, Charles, for being on the podcast. It's really been a pleasure. Well, thank you, Gina, for having me on. Um, well, that's wrapping up our podcast for episode number 12. And if you have any comments or questions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please feel free to email me at Gina at GinaFedaCoaching.com. You can also follow my Instagram at GinaFeda. Same thing for Twitter, at Gina Feta. And thank you so much. And just remember to love yourself first.